Please pray with me. God of grace, let the words that are spoken and the words that are heard be blessed by you, the living word. We know that Paul addressed his letters to the early churches by saying, to the saints in Corinth, or to the saints in Rome. He would address his letters to the saints, understanding that every person in those Christian communities was a saint. That was his understanding and use of that term. We often speak about saints as those who have gone before us, those who have died, but it's also a very traditional way to speak about Christian saints as that great cloud of witnesses, as we heard about in our scripture, as uh, the village that raises us in faith. This morning, two folks in our congregation have said yes to the invitation to share about the saints in their lives, the folks who have helped to form their faith. And those of you who have been around for a while will have seen me do this before, inviting a couple folks um, from within our body of Christ here to share their stories as a way to bring the message and to um, shed light on the theme for the day. And so I'm grateful to Jim and Celeste for saying yes to that. Um, My hope is also that this just isn't just about what I say or what they say, but an invitation to you to reflect and to think about who are those folks who have shaped your faith, who have helped to form you. Who are the people you can remember over the course of your life who have taught you about God, who have taught you about Jesus, who have let you know that God loves you, and have helped you grow into the Christian that you choose to be today? So may you listen to the words that are shared and also uh, participate in your own reflections and remembering of the saints in your lives. Without prepared notes this morning, this is truly the Great Spirit speaking to you. It was an honor when our pastor called and asked to speak about the saints that have helped me form my spirituality. And I am more grateful than words can convey to you to be a member of this faith community. You give me great pride in how you conduct yourselves and your outreach to the world and how you speak. You walk the talk. You walk the scripture, what we're told. And I'm, I'm proud to be part of you. I've had a number of folks that have had a hand in my, my development. Some, them, some of them had great spirituality, others did not, but they helped form me to where I am. I'm particularly grateful to my parents, my mother who's still living, and my father who... was always there for me. Taught me how to be a good man. 
good husband and a good father. And as I look around, there are some young men who have not had that opportunity and, and they struggle in their life's journey. On my spiritual journey, really began when we were in Fireball and after coming back from extended service with the U.S. government in Southeast Asia, I, we went down Periscope for quite a while, came back up and were in Fireball and in Fireball you could either go to the Catholic Church, the Baptist Church or the Methodist Church and young minister Gail Pickrell who was on her first assignment led me on the journey and started me in the direction of understanding social and economic justice and then I was picked up by Don Fado in, in Fresno when we moved to Fresno and he intensified the lessons and when we moved to Woodland and came here to Davis because it was a reconciling congregation was picked up by Eileen Lindsay a number of other capable pastors and I'm in the capable hands of Pastor Kelly now when I look around I have I, our pastor said that it's okay with the saints they don't all have to have passed on and, and I was glad to hear that because I, there are a number of people here who I have great regard for who do their work selflessly to advance the mission of the church and the spirituality and I think particularly of Rosa who I served with on the building committee for six and a half years to help us with this, this wonderful structure. I think of people like Clara Robison who selflessly gives of herself, you know, feeding the hungry. I think of wonderful people like Sid Barcelos with the, with the garden. And I'm also reminded of some of those that have passed along and particularly Mayetta Castain. Um, many of you may not know her. She was a woman of incredible strength. Uh, grew up in the segregated South in Louisiana, married, married to a minister. Stood up for social and economic justice her entire life. And Judy and I were honored when she was able to go to church to be able to pick her up. And on her mantle over at St. John's is an autographed picture by Thurgood Marshall, who you may recall was a Supreme Court justice. And he was a young attorney when he took their case with the Louisiana school teachers I believe it was against the state and won the case. And we'd go over and pick her up, I think, introduced to her when she was about 98. 
and and just unbelievable strength of character. It's the, the acolytes were her responsibility, and and you know until she was no longer able to come to church. So. to be an acolyte although I can't get the little robe on um, it honors Mayetta so I want to thank you all for this opportunity and, and, and we do need to honor our saints and those that have gone before us and have hand, had a hand in our, our development and where we are today Well, unlike Jim, I could never do this without a script. <clears throat> but as a member of this congregation for 12 years, I've been richly blessed to be a partner in this faith community. I thank each one of you for helping me to grow in my faith. Today I'd like to share three of my saints with you. The first is my mother. Unfortunately, you didn't have the opportunity to meet her because she was a person that within 30 seconds, you and she had a lifetime bond of unconditional love. She loved you in 30 seconds. And because of her, our home was a place to go if you needed food, if you needed moral or emotional support, if you needed a place to live or sleep, someone to talk to. Now, she didn't go to church except on holidays. But she made sure we went to catechism and that we got our, had our first communion and confirmation. She was in her 70s when I finally realized everything she did, every action of hers, was due to her love of God. Because of her love, I fell in love with God as a very young child. And I've never known what it would be like to be without God at my side. It took me a very long time to give her credit for my early love of God. I am eternally grateful for her love and guidance in my life. The second saint in my life was known as Mrs. Mallon. She was the mother of a friend of mine. She was six feet tall, slender, elegant lady. And at that time, I was five foot two and a kid from the slums. 
But Mrs. Mallon, every pore in her body was filled with the Holy Spirit, the fragrance of the Holy Spirit. Everything she did was done for God. She was a magnificent saint whose every action was for and about God. Yet she never pushed God on anyone. She, more than anyone else, is responsible for changing my life completely in terms of a deeper and more abiding love of God by one simple act. She invited me to go to church with her one Sunday. No pressure. Just love radiating with an offer I could not refuse. When I arrived, she took my hand in welcome and introduced me to some people in the congregation. I was hooked. That was my first experience in a church that was not Catholic. And what a glorious experience it was. Well, soon there was a request for additional Sunday school teachers, and I thought, well, I'm an elementary school teacher. I love teaching, so why not volunteer? Well, what I found out was in that particular church, you could not lead a group of children until you'd worked under a mentor for one year. And this led me to the final person I would like to share with you. My third saint in my lifelong spiritual journey was my spiritual mentor, Nona Brown. I was assigned to apprenticeship under her. She has a very different personality than my mother, who was the epitome of living love, or Mrs. Mallon, and I never called her anything but Mrs. Mallon, by the way, who was a model Christian, overtly demonstrating God's love and all that she did. Nona was a fully committed Christian, but sometimes she was rather abrasive and demanding. Nona instilled in me a love for scriptural-based study as a lifelong learning process. My faith grew exponentially under her tutelage. I started adult Bible study groups in the Presbyterian Church there, continued to teach Sunday school, worked on the council, and did all the stuff that we do here. But the most important spiritual guidance received from Nona was to bring me up short when she saw that I was not living up to my potential as one of God's saints. The most difficult example for me was when she knew she was dying. I had been working in Sacramento and I would drive home to my husband on the weekends, but I always went by Rossmore to visit with her. So I offered to spend that weekend with her in prayer and meditation. She looked at me and said, No, Celeste, you're not ready to do this. Unfortunately, she was right. Working in Sacramento was a very demanding job 
requiring long hours, living with my mother during the week and going home to John on the weekends. Although I went to church in San Mateo each weekend, and I served on the SPRC ministry, I did not do much else other than an occasional class in Sacramento when I heard of what at a local church. I had slipped in my commitments in offering my time, talents, presence, service, and financial gifts, as well as in my personal growth. Wow, did she wake me up. Here was a person that had devoted about 40 years to nurturing me and guiding me, yet I was not ready to help her when she needed me the most. Since that time, I have tried to work hard to live up to the generosity of love that my mother taught me, trying to have people sense the love of God through what I do is taught to me by Mrs. Mallon, and to serve, give, and learn as I work towards perfection as Nona taught me. I pray a prayer of thanksgiving for these three wonderful models in my life and pray that I will stay focused on living the life they taught me because of their lifelong love of God. Thank you for listening. Thank you both. And may all of you remember and reflect on and appreciate the saints who have formed your faith. Amen.